What is up, everybody? It is Chris Aiken from the Classic Metal Show and the Aftershocks podcast. And I just wanted to remind you that if you are a podcast listener to the Classic Metal Show or Aftershocks or the Shockwave Skull Sessions, which you all should be, you can now get all three in one location. That's right, one location. It is on the CMS Podcast Network. That's right. Just go to anchor.fm slash CMSPN, as in CMS Podcast Network. Just go there. Make sure you subscribe. No matter which platform you're using, there's links to all of them there, whether it's Apple or Pocket Casts or Breaker or CastBox or whatever. Whatever you use, it is there. So get yourself subscribed to the CMS Podcast Network, and you will get three, I mean three, great shows all in one location. So do it today. Subscribe to the CMS Podcast Network. That is anchor.fm slash CMSPN. Do it! From the tooth and nail release, that is docking with Just Got Lucky that goes out to our good friend Sal, who turns 54 tomorrow. He just feels lucky that he lives in downtown Chicago and has uh, survived 54 years without getting shot by some Antifa or Black Lives Matter uh you know, member. So, uh, anyway, a guy who, uh, has some things to say about that and a guy who is on board with, uh, a lot of our viewpoints and vice versa is our good friend, Jericho green. Welcome back to the show there, Jericho. Hey, fellas. First of all, happy birthday to Sal. Huh? <laughs> I mean, that's quite an accomplishment. There's some people that can't last 54 minutes in Chicago, but <laughs> Happy birthday, man. Thanks, fellas. I appreciate you having me. It's, it's finally good to have our faces facing, huh? Yeah. Well, Sal is a huge fan of yours as well, Jericho. He he sends me your video link every day, even though I already watched it. But he's like, look at look at what Jericho said today. And it's like, nice. yeah, I know, dude. I already saw it. It's like, oh, that fucking guy. I love that guy. <laughs> so there are sane people in Chicago. Good. Well, Sal is one of the very few uh, conservatives in Chicago, and he uh, sits up on his balcony wishing had he had a sniper rifle, which, of course, uh, you know, having a handgun or a rifle legally in Chicago is verboten. You have to be a criminal to own a gun in Chicago. Oh, uh, that's no news to me. I'm out here in California, man. I didn't have to give a a urine sample and a retinal scan to get bullets. It's ridiculous, man. But, you know, of course, the criminals will have their guns. They got to keep us without arms. We're the ones that need to be unarmed, pacified, and stupid. Exactly. Exactly. Well, well, Jericho, we're, we're glad to be, uh, you know, friends with you. We consider you a friend. You've been on the show uh, three or four times. I guess it's your fourth time now on the show. And, you know, uh, a lot of our fans are your fans and, you know, we, we talk about you quite often and, and, you know, make reference to some of the commentary you've made through the week. And, you know, people always enjoy having you come on the show and the fact that you're a, uh, recent gun owner now, a legal gun owner, I should say, uh, kind of is right up, uh, both Chris and my alley because we are both uh, big second amendment supporters. We're supporters of the, uh, of the current administration as well as the constitution, as I know you are. 
And uh, we wanted to bring you on and give you an opportunity to display your uh, latest purchases and uh, maybe talk a little bit about, uh, you know, the current uh, affairs going on in this country that is just so out of control. Yeah, well, you know, I would. I heard that if you come on a classic metal show, you got to be armed. So, my <laughs> uh, <laughs> first one. This is the first purchase. This is what I put my chair with. The Glock 17. As you can see, I got that uh, little extended slide release, mag release, uh, make it a little bit easier. But uh, this was the first one. This here, the Glock 21. This is when this thing barks, you better pay attention. Uh, <laughs> same thing, little extended mag slide release on it because stock, you know, they're a little rough on the thumb. Uh, and then I got a little. Uh, Racker plate back here to help uh, you know slide it. Like I said, a little rough on hands here in California. We're only allowed to have uh, Gen three blocks, no Gen four or Gen five. Um, and I have a Mossberg five hundred tactical persuader, paid for, but since the demand is so high, and we all know why, because they're allowing our country to burn, they're allowing citizens to be harassed, beaten, killed in some cases. If you have the audacity to protect your property or friend's property, like David Dorn, I guess according to them, you should be killed for that. So I say not me. Um, if this stuff keeps up, they're going to run out of city to burn, and they're going to look elsewhere. And the only thing left after the city is the suburb. And this is people's last thing. This is their refuge, their home. Where, where else are you going to go? There's nowhere else to run. And in your home is where you keep your valuables, not just your TVs and your jewelry, but in my case, my kids, my wife. And if BLM and TIFA and other acronyms want to come down the street and start acting stupid, you know, it's my duty, it's my obligation to do whatever I have to do to protect my family. And I will. There's no negotiation with that. There's no other option. This is most of what I'm on this earth for is to protect my family, and I will. I really feel bad like, uh, for people who live in the cities, the Chicago, the Portland, the Seattle, the uh, Minneapolis, Kenosha. I thought, I grew up thinking the Midwest was, you know, all good. That was America's heartland. It wasn't going to happen there. It's going to happen in New York or L.A. first, right? But these fools know no bounds. They don't care where it happens. They're just looking for something to destroy. This is the new clan. They turned in the hood. They got masks. They got their little Zed. They got their little uh, their little Antifa starter kit, their little Molotov cocktails and shit like that. So, you know, they're not the only ones who can get down. If they want to, America's ready for me. And if I were you, I wouldn't do that. I'd stay in your little liberal stronghold and say yeah. Well, yeah. and it's fu it's funny because you're echoing what I've been saying for months is they can burn down buildings, they can burn down, they can burn down businesses, and people are gonna people are pissed, but they're not like pissed pissed. Mm -hmm. Come into somebody's house, and everybody in the neighborhood's gonna whether it's bringing out a fork and a knife or whether it's bringing out a pistol or a shotgun or or whatever. People are going to defend their homes and their families to the death. So Antifa making their threats, they better think real hard about actually 
running into the neighborhoods because that's where it's going to end. You know, Mm -hmm. these governors are pussies for not stopping this nonsense, but comes into that when it comes into the neighborhoods, nobody's going to give two fucks about the law. It's going to be on. No, because you, if they make it to your neighborhood, they've already failed you. You've already right. already proven to us that you don't give a shit. You're worthless. You know, you're you're like a set of tonsils. We can do without you. So, if it comes to that point, yeah, you you've already made my decision for me. You've already made the decision that I have to do what I have to do. And most people who own guns, you don't want to use them outside of the gun range. You don't want to have to take somebody's life. But I'll be damned if you take mine or God forbid a member of my family. That's we're not having that shit. And it's sad that we can't depend on the people that we give the votes to, that we give our money to, that we give our trust to to keep us safe. We just want the basics. I want to be able to go to my job, go downtown, move freely without having to drive through a group of these fucking punks trying to smash your windows in. What are you yeah. talking about? Who the fuck? <laughs> Do you think you are? What do you think people are going to do? We're not these these pussies like you guys who push our women to the front to fight. You kick in the wrong window. You kick in the wrong door. I promise you, you're going to get fucked up. Yeah. Well, dude, dude, it's funny because, and I've taken a lot of guff here on the show because I don't have my concealed carry yet, which shame on me. I should all I literally have to because I served in the service. I all I literally have to do is go down and sign a paper and they hand it to me. I just haven't done it. <laughs> but I I drive in my car at any given point with a hammer and a saw on my on my passenger seat for that exact reason. If somebody <laughs> hits my window with one of these snapjacks that breaks windows, I'm going to literally break their fucking arm or, or I'm going to rake across their arm with a saw or something. I'm going to, I'm going to leave them thinking twice about my car. You know, I'm not going to, yeah. I've seen the Reginald Denny video too many times to ever leave myself, you know, leave myself to get killed. No, thank you. Not going to happen. You can't. Yeah. What's the alternative? They drag you out of your car and beat you into a blue parking spot for the rest of your life? No, thanks. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, uh, Jericho, uh, we, we've got a few firearms that we'd like to share with you. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big uh, fan of the old Dirty Harry movies from the 70s. I'm, I'm sure you've probably seen a few, if not all of them, at some point. But uh, th- this is the prize of the prize here. I've got others to show, but this one here always gets everyone's attention and they want to shoot it. I've got the dirty Harry 44, <laughs> which uh, it's known as the hand cannon. That's all business, man. That's and, all business. And, and believe me, if you don't have ear protection on, when you fire this thing, you're going to be deaf for life. <laughs> so th- this thing will just, this thing makes a noise like you would not believe. And you better hold on to it tight because it will knock you on your ass. So, it's like one of those guns uh, when you see the videos of people who don't know how to shoot and they grab one of those and it jumps out of it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's right in the forehead and bust your nose. Boom. <laughs> That's beautiful, man. So we like that. What do you what do you got for us, Chris? Well, I will start with the one that looks vicious, but is actually not as vicious. Ooh. This is my, this is my Mossberg 22. 
assault rifle. Scared. Be scared. Be scared. It's an assault rifle. This is a Mossberg 22. It is, um, as always, it is loaded, but it is, um, it looks scary. It looks like a military weapon, but it's actually, it only shoots 22s. So I have, I have that jewel. And then, then the other, the other beauty that I have, which is my favorite, is my little. It looks little. Jeez. Not much <laughs> this thing. This is a Taurus Judge. It shoots either forty-four long cores or four tens. I, of course, keep mine loaded at all time with four ten Kevlar cutters. You know, just in case somebody rolls a tank or something into my living room, I'm ready for them. <laughs> you know, but yeah, I come, I come packing and ready for business at all times. Yeah, that thing is no bullshit. Neither one of those. I mean, those are small missiles. Those things are shooting. Yeah. And I'm a little jealous, Chris, because all you have to do is go sign a paper. You don't even want to know what I have to go through here in California to get a, a CCW. Oh, I'll bet it's, it's a yeah, I think they uh, probably six months ago they added another stipulation to it where they interview some of your coworkers and your neighbors on top of the oh. character references, the proof of uh, residency, the classes you have to take, the money you have to pay. I'm like, do you want me to have a gun? Because you're making it really fucking hard to get one. And if I'm clean enough as far as background checks and shit to get one, then why can't I carry it? It's kind of the whole point. It's no good if it's in my trunk, unloaded, or the magazine got to be in the front, and the guns in the back under the spare tire. I mean, right. What the fuck? Man? And I don't understand why these indivisible lines between states make such a difference. If I hop over to Arizona, I can have whatever is built. It doesn't right. matter what it is. I can have it. I can carry it. No problem. Right. But within the borders of this fucking utopian diarrhea of California. And Gavin Newsom, the governor, has been quoted as saying, I hate guns. So you can see why it's so difficult mm -hmm. to get one here. And why we're allowed to have a Gen 1 through 3 and not a Gen 4 5 in blocks. I have no fucking idea. Man. I'm just very envious of the freedom you guys have to protect yourself. Well, and, and dude, how scary is it that literally. You could have a dispute with your neighbor for making too much noise at like two in the morning and you knock on his door and say, dude, knock off the shit. And then he can stop you from getting a gun by saying, no, he's dangerous. Don't let him have a gun. That's fucking nonsense. So that's California. That's uh, uh, where Gavin Newsom wants to outlaw gas powered cars. I mean, never mind half the city's still smoldering. You know, from the fires and people don't have electricity, no jobs, and everything's closed. But hey, let's make sure that we get rid of cars in 15 years, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> Nonsense. Well, next up, Jericho, I have uh, the, the, I call this the lightweight, but it's very effective. This is my little uh, Beretta. This is my Beretta PX4 uh, 9mm. Uh, very lightweight. Uh, very easy to control and very dead accurate. It may not break your windshield that, uh, you know, but, uh, it'll sure put a scare into you. Hell yeah. <laughs> but, uh, that's my little Beretta nine millimeter. And the two-tone, I like that. Yeah. It's, it's got the, uh, stainless steel top. 
and uh yeah it's it's a easy easily handled gun and um you know good for concealed carry one day i hope to uh have the concealed carry we have a, actually a sheriff in the county i live in he's actually pretty liberal with them you know, as liberal as you can be under the, the current rules but uh, i'm in the process of getting mine and it, they said it takes up to like six months to get approved so i hope i don't have any problems in public in the next six months or i'm screwed but um yeah i started the process we'll see i was surprised that i was able to get a gun let alone two and have a third that i'm waiting for it's already paid for i'm just just waiting we're gonna get it is there, the is, so high. is there a limit for you is there a limit in california that you can only buy x number um, you know, there's no cap on how many you can have, but if you buy handguns, you have to wait 30 days before you can buy another one. <laughs> see, see what I'm dealing with, guys? So you so, guys can go buy one on your lunch break. Yeah, oh yeah. You get you not here. Dude, both both of the 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 judge here, I I literally took my kids to a gun show on the way to go and taking them to the football hall of fame and I I picked it up. It felt good in my hand. I filled out one page form. They made a phone call. I walked out with it 20 minutes later. 20 that's, minutes later. I didn't have no that's a dream. <laughs> yeah, I've only heard of such things. I've never seen it here in California. <laughs> I from start to finish, from walking into that gun store the very first day to getting the phone call to come pick up my Glock 17 was a month. <laughs> 30 days. The background well, checks, that don't take that long. Why does it take a week here, but only 10 minutes there where you guys are? It doesn't well, make any sense. But it took a whole month uh, to get my weapon, to get my firearm. And it's ridiculous. I'm not a felon. I pay my taxes. And I'm an American citizen. What's the fucking problem? Yeah. Well, every, every one of these guns I've purchased, Jericho, I've purchased within 20 minutes. It's a, it's a matter of standing up, uh, standing at a little uh, laptop computer, typing in my information, and uh, they get the clearance and they give me the, uh, you know, they ring it up and I'm out the door. I'm about to come with all this sexy talk of getting guns and turning in. This is unreal. Well, this is not the case in California. Well, it just isn't. Well, my, my, my last one here is my FN Herstal 44 or 45 rather. This is, this is a little, uh, 45, uh, automatic. And, um, this, this is probably my favorite gun out of the, out of the three. I, I like the big 44, the dirty, hairy gun, but this one is easy to handle, dead accurate, very powerful feels good in your hand, well-balanced, and it's a military-grade uh, weapon. So it's a FN Herstal uh, 40, 45. That's beautiful also. I, I like the 45 because, like you said, it's accurate, but it's a big bullet. It is. You know, it's not as big as the 44, but you will get your point across with a 45. That's for damn sure. <laughs> So uh, we love our guns here, Jericho, and I and I really do appreciate the fact that uh, you uh, you have uh, you know gone out and gone through the process, the California, the Kami California or California process to get your guns, and you know 
display it on your very popular channel out there and and encourage people to exercise their second uh, amendment rights and go out there and do the same thing because Chris and I do the same thing here and yep. you know I've allowed uh you know a couple of people that I know through the show to come out and shoot my guns and you're just like god damn dude I just wish I could get that <laughs> <laughs> Jericho what do you think of that round Oh that's that's all pain man that's 100% <laughs> Pain. <laughs> that thing is a monster. <laughs> Call the meat wagon. You know, people should have guns. When you, if you pay your taxes on time and you're not some kind of felon, the government should give you a bucket of bullets and a free gun every year. Why not? What are you afraid of? Why can't I have a, a barnyard full of guns if I want to? What do you plan on doing to me? Why can't I? I'm well, a normal person. Huh? And and they certainly didn't have a problem handed me a tub of bullets and and any gun any gun that they would issue me when I was serving for them. So what difference does right. it make now? What why why is now a different story? It doesn't make much sense. You know, people who say, well, you know, when they made these rules, when they wrote the Constitution, you know, they were worried about a, a, a tyrannical government. That's not going to happen now. Shit, with every passing day, they were right because they I think that they knew. The times will change, but people won't. Corruption and deception and evil is always going to be present, especially in positions of power. And they knew that we needed to protect ourselves from them. And it's true. Look at like where I'm at, or look at Chicago where Sal is. The things you have to go through to get a gun is unfucking real. Meanwhile, my family's being raped and murdered, but I got to wait for the paperwork to clear. Fuck that. Yeah. You think that crook who's trying to break it in my house and through the process and the background check? No. So give me a little fucking help here. Yeah. If you're not going to protect me, if you're going to defund the police and take away the guys that come when I call 911, then put the power in my hands. Right. I'll do it. Don't show up until it's over anyway. So yeah. let me honor myself to where I can protect myself. Since you clearly, not only will you not do it, you don't want to. Right. No, and, and, and clearly Chicago with its 50 shootings a weekend, I'm imagining that's usually with 49 unlicensed, un, unregulated guns. You know, there might be one that was obtained legally, but I would imagine Maybe. most of them are, are bought off the street or traded for a fucking bag of meth or whatever. You know, well, they'll tell you, no, they, they come from neighboring states. They yeah. steal them from neighboring states. Sure, sure. sure they do. Sure, sure they do. They're all licensed and legal. That's why they. That's why they can track the bullets and find out who shot them, right? Because they all came from neighboring states and they were all registered. What a bunch of bullshit! Yep, totally. And if you're a kid in Chicago, man, you better watch out because you're gonna, you're getting shot as much as the adults. How sick mm -hmm. is that shit? You know, yeah. in Chicago a couple months ago, they had a march for Black transgender lives. So what? All four black transgender people that live in Chicago, you march over that. But a man who's holding his one road in his arms who gets shot while he's holding him, cricket. The little girl who took a bullet to her forehead while she's watching TV, how dare her? Nothing. Cricket. Mm -hmm. But you're out in the streets dancing around with four crazy people. Yeah. And the mayor, she looks like the damn sloth from Ice Age. That bitch is nuttier than squirrel shit. <laughs> What are you doing while your city is burning and you're consistent with being shot? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. 
Please, somebody put a GoPro on this bitch so we can see what she does all day. Because you're not helping Chicago. No. Well, well, Jericho, what's your thoughts on the whole Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, you know, controversy where this uh, teenage kid went to uh, Wisconsin from the Illinois and, uh, you know, was kind of, you know, defending the people up there during the, the protests and the riots and ended up killing a couple of people with his friend's gun. I mean, any thoughts on that at all? Protest. We'll get back to that word. Um <laughs> Um, as far as I'm concerned, there is no controversy. People, oh, he drove all the way from another state. It was 20 minutes away. Okay, he was close to the the border, the borderline, and right. he shot a convicted child molester. So thank you. That's all right. I have to say to him because that's what those kind of people deserve. They deserve. Well, and he was being attacked. It's not yeah, like he was just standing there doing his own business. He was being. The guy was swinging a what a skateboard or something at him, trying to kill him. He made the mistake of being a white guy trying to defend himself. That's yeah. the truth. Mm -hmm. Had he been any other color, he'd probably be celebrating. And if the victims were white, they'd probably name a fucking day after him. That <laughs> shit is ridiculous, man. People aren't looking at the facts. Take your over emotional ass out of it. Just look at the facts. Look at the footage. Video footage, this dude was being attacked. Somebody tried to hit him in the head with a skateboard, and he was really good. He was like on his ass shooting people. Yeah. So he needs to open up some kind of school to train people. But <laughs> I think what he did was right. I think under the circumstances, he performed well. And I hope he's cleared of all charges. And I hope he's rewarded and thanked. You know, why don't we uh, go interview the families of the victims of that child molester and see how they feel about that guy being on a fucking metal slab right now? I don't think yeah. they're any tears. Yeah. No, you're you're absolutely right, man. And it, it's just so, you know, it, it's just, look, I don't want to see anybody get shot, you know. But at the same time, if you act like an asshole, you get treated like an asshole. Or that's how it used to be. Now it seems like, if you act like an asshole, there'll be a mob mentality that says, well, we'll ignore that part, but we'll only look at color of skin and then say, well, it's, it's not justified because even though this, this guy was the wrong color or on the wrong side of the political agenda, A or B, then, then he doesn't deserve, or he deserves to be shot. You know, it, it's insanity, man. It's the world has just gone fucking bizarre, man. It's sickening, but I think it's the crazy, twisted, sick people who just have a louder bullhorn than we do right now. I really believe that the majority of this country isn't going for this shit. The majority of people, mm -hmm. not only are not participating in this bullshit, but they don't believe in it. It's crazy. Yeah. There's evidence of what happened. There's witnesses. There's footage. You can't dispute that. This. This Brianna Taylor shit. She was sleeping in her bed. No, she wasn't. She was an EMT. No, she wasn't. She was an innocent victim as far as being shot, yes. But why the police were there, no. They don't come just looking for random people. They got a warrant. They had probable cause. They had evidence. They were watching her. They're watching her financial records. So they had a reason to be there. But to say... In this day and age, that the police just went out cruising for a black life to take is insulting. 
It's insulting to black people now, and it's even more insulting to black people who have the hoses on them, who have the German shepherd hanging off their forearm, who couldn't walk through that door, who couldn't drink from that fountain. So they went through all that bullshit, and we haven't moved. 2020 is still the same. They just turned in their hoods and put on badges. That's a bunch of sick, disgusting, dangerous bullshit to tell young people that if you leave your house, your life is in danger simply because of the amount of melanin in your body or that black people were just being slaves. We were just slaves and Jim Crow and now Trump. That's bullshit. Every black person that came here wasn't no damn slave and every slave owner wasn't white. If you want to really get down to it, if, if we're still allowed to speak the truth, the first known slave owner in America, you guys are sitting down, right? Good. Was a black guy. That's right. A black guy owned another black guy, and Indians owned black guys, and then white guys. Who do you think was in the sugar cane fields in the Caribbean? Ireland, where you at? Yeah. They went and picked them up from 55 degrees in the summer to the damn Caribbean. <laughs> we have no monopoly of slavery in America. This ain't new. Yeah. But if it bleeds, it leads. We got to keep them stirred up. Remember Obama? Slavery wasn't that long ago. They're still hurting. Who? Yeah. I never picked only cotton I would pick up was a pair of socks out of my drawer. I never did that shit. They did it so I don't have to. To say we haven't changed in the last 50, 60 years is a fucking insult. Yeah. Dude, what what do you think about I know what you think about the athletes as far as them talking and and they're just fucking idiots. But do you think that they should be held? You think like LeBron should be held accountable? When he says that stupid shit and then he stirs it up, you know, he stirs it up in the same day that he says stupid shit. Somebody goes out there and, you know, out in Compton and shoots two cops in their car. You know, should you think I, I, I mean, I know we're a long way from getting to that point, but at some point, don't these guys have to be held responsible in the same way that you would hold somebody responsible for yelling fire in a movie? When they're when they reach a hundred million people at a time through their fucking Twitter or whatnot, should they not be responsible for for you know inciting a riot? Exactly. Um, yeah, because like I said, it, it's dangerous. It's dangerous to tell people that shit because there are a lot of dumb people out there. Mm-hmm. If you doubt that, go ahead and uh, YouTube or Women's March. There's hundreds of thousands of this bunch. There's millions of dumbass people. Right. So people who are that dumb and who are that weak and that easily led, yeah, they look up to this fool. They believe this fool because LeBron James would lie, right? Even though he has his earpiece with a direct line to the fucking Chinese government in his ear. <laughs> but they should be held accountable because their lies have real-life, tangible results. And that shit's fucked up. Like, how are you... How are you going to sit there and say that black people are terrified? You don't speak for me. You can barely speak, period, let alone for other people. So how are you going to say that is so fucking evil and mean, not only to the kids who might believe that shit, but to the cops? You're having people look at them like they're just some hunting expedition in the ghetto? Are you kidding me? Like they want to go here and deal with you fucking savages? Like they wouldn't rather be doing something else? That is such bullshit. And it's, who the fuck are you? When's the last time you dealt with racism? When's the last time you went out and you weren't just mobbed by Sam telling you how 
awesome you are. Kiss my baby, kiss my tits or whatever. Oh, you're awesome, man. My kids, they love you. Sign it. Shut the fuck up. If you're living with racism, give me some. I want because that racism sounds awesome. That racism is from a $300 million net worth. I'll take it, you fucking dumbass. You dumb jock. You would just pass along through school because you could dribble, you fuck. And now yeah. you get on Twitter and poison people's mind? Yeah. God, fucking oh. asshole. Yeah. And, I'm and sorry, I- Brianna Taylor. I'm sorry. If your oh. last name is Taylor, shut the fuck up. You didn't know that girl. Right, exactly. And And as far as LeBron goes, when he starts talking about he knows the street, yeah, dude, I live 12 miles. I live 12 miles from where he grew up, and I can promise you it is not the hard streets of Akron that he grew up in. Get the fuck out Hell of here. No. He has a $20 million house in California that's not even his primary residence. Well, I don't want to hear it. And from the time he was 15 years old, they were coddling his ass. Yeah. They were giving him cars and Hummers, and his and his mom had a vehicle that, you know. Couldn't didn't have a job, but she had a fifty thousand dollar ride, and it's like get the fuck out of here. This kid has been coddled forever. He doesn't know anything about the street. Nothing. They call him King James. Yeah. The king. Yeah, the get king. The- <laughs> Spell king right now, you dumbass. <laughs> well, Jer- Jericho, I I watch your videos on a daily basis. That's mm-hmm. the, that's about the first thing I do when I get home from work. I I sit right here in the CMS studio and pull up your video and, and, uh, you know, see what you got to say for the day. And one of the things that I've kind of noticed, especially in say, I'm going to, I'm going to say about the last six to eight weeks is that your disgust and your, um, the way that you project yourself has been, has gotten to be a little more, I am so put out at this point. I don't even know what to do. Is there any truth to that at all? Because you know, you obviously you bring a very lighthearted, uh, funny delivery to the way that you bring your message, as it were, just like Chris and I do every week. But I noticed that your tone has changed to where you are just like totally put out about things. Is that true or not true? Am I not picking up on that correctly? No, it, it is true. It's because, again, back to the whole California thing, it's just crazier here than the rest of the country it really is and with everything people are dealing with you know i I can't go to the beach every part is has tape around it and no more no gatherings larger than this number and you got the mayor of la cutting off people's water and electricity if you have more than 10 people together that shit and then with all that going on i go online and gavin newsom wants to fucking Ban gas-powered cars. That's what you're worried about. That's what you're fucking concentrating on. You should have no other thought in your mind than reopening this fucking state and getting kids back in school. When I sit here and look at my daughter looking at her fucking laptop all day with her blue light glasses, so they don't damage her fucking eyes, that shit is ridiculous. And then you come to me with some stupid shit about cars. Yeah. What fucking world are you living in? And then, like like we were saying, the Brianna Taylor thing, you have all this facts and facts and evidence, but you're still saying, no, no, the police are just racist, and they killed them, so let's burn some shit down. That's that's automatic. The cops are going to get fired. The city's going to burn. That's it. That's, that's a guarantee nowadays. And that shit pisses me off. 
the the questions my kids ask me, Daddy, am I going to be able to have a birthday party? Are we going to be able to go trick or treating? I don't know. Man. But one thing I do know is in 15 years, I won't be able to drive my truck. I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> this shit's ridiculous. Like, get your ass out of here. We could have a fucking monkey in there. And not a regular monkey. Like one of those abuse monkeys from a fucking refuge somewhere with like a scar over his eye. Some fucked up monkey could do a better job than this jackass. And it pisses me off, man. Like, we're, we're trying to keep our heads above water. Yes. Tax upon tax. We pay 14% in tax uh, in California, or 13 and a half. On top of the 14, we pay as, ev as everybody does on the federal level. So that's almost a third of my tech going to what? My roads are bumpy. Our schools are number 49 out of 50. Our bridges are falling apart. Our streets are burning, but I can't protect myself. Yeah. The fuck is going on here? If I can see it, I'm not the smartest motherfucker in any room. But if I can see it, then what are you? What are you seeing from your ivory tower? Yeah. What are you seeing from your bulletproof limousine window? What are you look. Yeah. It, it is ironic that they can't clean the shit off the street, but they expect you to buy a Tesla. <laughs> yeah, I got to step over hypodermic needles and homeless shit, and somehow homeless shit is just worse than regular person shit. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> You're stepping over homeless shit, hypodermic needles to get into your business to barely make it by. No, that's not going to work. You're, you're you're not giving me enough for the money and the effort and the stress that I'm putting into the situation. Man. I'm sick of this shit. It's just it's terrible. We should not be treated like that in a country like this, in a state like California, the fifth largest economy in the world. But. I can't drive down the road if I have to go piss because it's so bumpy. I'll piss my pants. Come on. <laughs> well, well, Jericho, obviously you've had an impact out there on the world of, uh, you know, uh, content creators and, you know, YouTube is, has been very, very, uh, restrictive and, you know, shutting people down with a message that is, you know, leans conservative, that doesn't toe the line. Are you concerned about your, you know, your channel getting shut down? I know that you've received strikes on, you know, Twitter or Facebook or whatever social media that you use. And uh, are you concerned about uh, YouTube shutting you down at any point? Uh, yeah, that's a real concern. I do have uh, other things in place, you know, uh, plan B a safety net and it's unfortunate that I can't feel free to say whatever I want on here and I have had a couple strikes but while I was suspended for seven days you could still go on YouTube and look up kids twerking so yeah. you can watch kids shake their ass but you can't hear me talk about we need to get the family back together whatever but I am concerned with that it's it's unfortunate but yeah for sure because we know. Stevie Wonder can see this shit, man. If you say anything right of there's 15 genders and four-year-olds who decide what they want to be, they're ready to fucking take you off their, their platform. And it is a private business. It's their business, and they can make all the rules they want. But if you tell me, hey, come on over. You can say whatever you want here. And when I get there, then you flip the script on me, that's fucked up. It really is. Because it doesn't matter how crazy are outlandish the things are that you say you should be able to see them and if you don't like it don't go on that channel there's millions of channels pick another one 
Mm-hmm. And they have no problem at all taking uh, the, the lion's share of the money that if your channel's monetized, that, that comes in for the advertisement. You know, you have 250,000 people that are following you. Every time you put out a video, it does 200,000 views. If there's, if there's a whatever commercial running in front of it for times 250,000 views per day, you know, you're doing 1.2 million views for them. I'm imagining that they're getting more than you are. Yeah, for sure. And that's, that's, I don't understand why people forgot how to switch to another channel or another station. If you don't like what somebody is saying, don't listen. Mm -hmm. You don't got to destroy them. Just go elsewhere. I, I just, I don't understand that. And, and, the, and the saddest part about it, man, and I'll tell you, we have been, we, I started, I do all the tech stuff here for us. And I, I got terrified probably two years ago about the content to where I started building. I literally started our bit shoot channel two years ago. And I started with mines and gab for, for, you know, social media years ago and i have a vimeo channel and i have a library channel you know and remote i i get on all of this stuff as backups because it's it's terrifying that you can literally just be shut down because you don't say words that they want to hear that the companies want to hear they want your content they're happy to make money from your content until you get popular enough that you you're making too much noise on their platform. And, and I have to imagine, you know, with us, I mean, we have 7,000 fans or whatever on our YouTube channel and, and we've decentralized our YouTube channel big time. Like, like we don't even post our episodes. We post them a week later than the bit shoot and everything else. So that if people were trying to lead people to the alt tech, that's with a small channel. We have a smaller channel for someone like you. That's 250,000. You know, you're at that place now where everybody's paying attention. You're, you're, you're in the same, you're in the same place as the, you know, the Tim cast and the louder with Crowder and, you know, where now they're really looking at you and, you know, this is one of them times being black is helping you because there are, if, if, you were, if you were a white guy, you would have already been canceled. Oh yeah. And, toast, man. I'd be a memory. I'd be like, Hey, remember that guy? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that, totally. and, but, but, and that all by itself is tragic. That's, that's anti the agenda that they're trying to push. That's the insanity. They're the ones yelling the loudest and everybody's a fucking fascist and they're the fascists. Yeah. Look at how we have to be all in frank and shit about our opinions and our videos. We got to keep it down and look over our shoulder before we talk. But these crazy bastards can get up there and say all the stupid shit they want to. I got people like that at my work. You know, I lived in a couple colleges, so you got all the you know the young kids who are like, "Oh, that's a racist." I've told them, "What's he done that's racist?" Well, I, I don't know. He just is. He just is. Shut the Fuck up. Tell your salt and pepper ponytail Hawaiian shirt wearing Subaru legacy driving professor to shut the fuck up because he's filling your head with nonsense. <laughs> what, what's global studies? I know two people at my work who got degrees in global studies. Please tell me what the fuck that is. <laughs> to study the globe. <laughs> well, I, got a, I got a globe here. I, I can skip all that college shit. Like they're just 
They're just overpaid hippies. And they totally buy into this poison being pumped into their minds by the fucking academia. And it's sickening. And to go back to the YouTube point, it's such a conglomerate. It's so huge that like, you have no recourse. If they come after you, we're going to send them an email. You know, yeah. if they get back to you, there's such a huge entity that you almost feel powerless. You feel like you're you're under their control, which forces us to seek out other platforms. Yeah. And, and how but how, and how scary is it to know, you know, it's not like if you were Westboro Baptist churching. OK, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Even even that, I I still probably have a problem. I, I for me, it's like say whatever you want to say, and you know, if I don't like it, I just won't listen to it. If you were if you're going extreme extreme, we've got to kill everybody that doesn't see our vision. That type of thing, I can understand shutting down a channel for that. I mean, I've watched five hundred of your videos, and you never. You you expose your opinion. You don't ever say, and that's what you need to think or else you're a fucking communist or what, you know, you don't do that. You always expose your opinions and because your opinions don't align, you have strikes against you and you have the threat of losing your channel that was built on their platform by their rules to, to, you know, to excel within their platform. You built yeah. a platform to excel <laughs> as they wanted, and then th they pay you back by saying, well, you're doing too well. Well, if you don't really what read from that script, you yeah. know, sing from that from that left-wing hymnal, you're in trouble. Yeah. But going back to those Westboro Baptist people, they're fucking sick. And <laughs> I wouldn't mind if their channel got shut down if they had one. But, man, you ever see those videos of them, like, at the corner from somebody's funeral? Oh, some yeah. soldier who died? I just want to fucking pull their shirt over their head and punch them so fucking hard. Yeah. And that's the kids, starting with the kids, little bastards. Yeah. Well, dude, dude and, and believe me, as a soldier, as a former soldier, as a veteran, yeah, they'd be happy that it wasn't somewhere that I would have been because I, I, I've i done a day or two in jail myself for, for assault, and I would absolutely like to uh, knock somebody's ass out. It's worth a day. Sometimes it's worth a day in jail to knock someone's ass out. It just is. I'm going to have yeah. to do a strike here to both of you gentlemen because of your <laughs> violence and your bullying. I'm I'm highly offended at at your discussion of pain and and physical violence. Well, look, we 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 already can't be on YouTube or Facebook with this conversation because we mentioned Kyle Rittenhouse. So, oh in yeah, positive yeah light, so you know, we already can't put this video in half the places we want to. That, and that's a shame. It's nuts. That is a shame. It's a opinion. Mm -hmm. It's a matter of opinion. This is what we think about the situation. Fine, if you don't like it, don't listen. Or it's like people have lost the ability to. All right, that's what you think. That's what I think. Have a good day. No, there has to be. You're not allowed to think that way. I need to dox you. I need to call you some of the most. Calling somebody a racist is a fucking terrible thing to tell somebody. That's right up there with calling somebody a pervert or something. That's a mean fucking thing to say somebody, especially with no proof, just you because you feel that way. You know what, though, dude? I'm going to disagree with you. It used to be. True. But it's been so overused today. 
Collins, anybody a racist, a bigot, a homophobe, those words, don't, they do not matter anymore. They don't, dude, all we do is kind of the same thing that you do, you know, tell jokes and, and you know, try to take the, the sting off of it with, with jokes. And we get called that stuff all the time, all the time, bigot, racist, homophobe, whatever it, and it gets to the point that you just don't care. You know, dude, I used to argue about what a piece of shit Obama was as a president. And and my argument was always it was never about him. It was always about policy. It was always about fast and furious. It was always about, you know, lighten up the gay agenda. It was always about, you know, um, going after the Tea Party with the IRS. Yeah. Right. Ran yeah. through Obamacare. Pick a pick one. You know, there's so many to choose from from that guy. And every time I every time I would say anything on social media about it, it was like, well, that the only reason you feel like that is because you're a racist. It's like, why is that racist? It doesn't matter who put the policy up. It's it's a policy that's up. Yeah, you can't help what that fucker looks like. Yeah, he has it, terrible policy. Yeah. And he was a piece of shit. He's a terrible person. Fuck yeah. Obama. He's the worst president we ever had, man. <laughs> He's the reason why we're knee-deep in this PC bullshit in the first place. Man. Remember that uh, that Harvard professor who was breaking into his own house? He forgot his key. And then you're going to turn around and tell the cop your mama when he asked for your ID? And then Obama said, well, the police, they acted stupidly. What? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, man? You're on the side of law and order. You should have kept that dude for talking like that to the cop. I know you're on your doorstep and you're in front of your house, but when the police ask you a question, try to have a little respect when you talk to them. Yeah. And then for the president to side with this asshole? Oh, man. Obama, you're a turd. I hope you Michelle beat your ass. And this is why we have what we've got going on today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he was, he was the next piece. They needed Obama to be in there to to usher in this shit because they couldn't have anybody challenging what he said. So if you drape him in the cloak of victimhood, he's a man of color. How dare you? He's beyond reproach simply because of the way he looks. And oh, he, he 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 has such good speeches. He's so cool. He's not a homeboy I want to hang out with. He's my fucking president. I don't care if you're cool. You have good speeches. What are you? How are you representing us around the world? Oh, you're kissing Saudi princes' ring. And letting Iran hold you upside down and shake the money out of your fucking pockets, man. You're a chump. That's why we have Trump. We need a businessman to run this business. America is a brand. The world loves it. And we need to be respected. We will be respected. We, we can't be the laughing stock. We're the lead dog. Yeah. All right? The world goes as we go. And if you have us looking as a bunch of punks, like, it was like Obama was in the middle of a circle of bullies and they're just pushing him around, taking his lunch money. We were a fucking joke. Yeah. But Trump came in and he said, you ain't touching me. You touched me, I'm drawing the shit out of you. Mm -hmm. That's what I need for my president. I don't need him to be nice. I don't need him to be, oh, she's so articulate. Hey, hey I got a dad. All right, I don't need him for that. Yeah. You make my life easy and you make sure we're safe around the world. That's it. I don't yeah. give a fuck what you say or who you have sex with or how, how crash your speech is grabbing by the pussy. You ever been around a famous person? Women do let them grab their pussies. I've seen it. Well, both Chris and I have been around the, the rock star, uh, you know, yeah. for, for a lot of years. Both of us have been in the business for 25 plus years and we've both been backstage 
with some very famous bands and we've seen it all like you know and in me i i've been backstage with bands and chicks have come on to me just because i'm hanging with the band it's just like yeah you know who are you oh yeah really well hey come on over here yeah it's, it's like, a beautiful thing. And it's like, yeah, can I grab you by the pussy? Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Thank you very much. Here, let me put that for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it's like these people have never been around famous people. I've, I used to work at a radio station. I've been at tons of concerts. All the artists have to do is walk in the room. That's yeah. it. There's no negotiation. Oh, can I please? No. He walks in the room, the panties evaporate, they're all over me. I've had to hold a door closed because a hundred women were trying to storm the green room. Mm -hmm. It happens. If you're rich and famous or powerful, there are women who will allow you to grasp their vagina tightly. And it's there. Or or if you're a popular YouTube star like Jericho Green. Whoa, whoa, you're going to get me in trouble, man. I'm a family man. (laughs) One vagina limit, man. That's all I got. (laughs) Nice. Well, Jericho, we appreciate you taking some time to hang out with us, you know, since we are a couple of white guys, as you put it. But uh, you know what? We we like you. We, We consider you a friend. I enjoy your content every day. And I, I appreciate everything you do uh, on a daily basis because I agree with pretty much 100% of what you say. Look at Chris. He's wearing a goddamn Jericho Green hat. And it Beautiful. wasn't a freebie. I did not. I know I could have asked for one. I did not. I went and spent the money to support the cause. You know, I, I must admit, when I first saw your skin tone, I was very worried for my safety. I was. But <laughs> after speaking with you, I think I can feel safe around you. But seriously, guys, now that I'm able to look you in your face, I want to tell you thank you. Thank you for supporting my channel. Thank you for supporting my merch. Thank you for having me in front of your fans and taking the time and supporting me. Man, I really appreciate you guys. Thank you. Sure, dude. All good, brother. And hopefully I'll have a new gun next time I see you. <laughs> nice. Well, that, that, that should be all three of our goal here in the next... You know, I guess we have to leave a 30 to 40 day window for, for you, Jericho. Yeah. But Let you me know, up I, to you. I think the next, if we talk again in a month or so, I think we all have to have another weapon to show. Is that, deal. I think that sounds I, like a deal. I, I've got the itching to get another one. I was actually thinking about it today, what I want my next one to be. And believe me, I'm going to go out and get it. No, I'm all you need is 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. 20 minutes for me. Man, I, they asked for my first born last time. <laughs> <laughs> well jericho you're welcome on the show anytime i know i've made that offer to you before but seriously if you ever want to just come on for shits and giggles or you just want to hang with us for an hour or whatever the case may be uh just hit us up and say hey man can i come on tonight and we'll just say yeah come on fuck yeah (laughs) i will do that gentlemen thank you very much all right. Well, why don't you throw those plugs out there, Jericho? Let people know where they find you and where they can find some of that green gear that Chris is so proudly wearing. I mean, yeah, people, you see it. Quality merchandise looks good on that head, Chris. Um, uh, YouTube, catch all my videos there. Like I said, I do have other platforms in the works. So keep checking on me. But my links are in the description box. I got my merchandise through Teespring. PayPal link there is a little crawler going across the screen. I appreciate that. Uh, my Facebook page, I upload stuff on there. 
sometimes a little bit different from uh, what I do on my channel, but it's still me, trust me. But uh, yeah, check those out. Appreciate the support. Thank you. All right. Well, well, Jericho, I think uh, a good way to end this little segment here is to play some Megadeth. And uh, I think uh, In My Darkest Hour would probably be a, a good tune because we are living in some pretty dark times at the moment. But uh, hopefully November 3rd will, uh, you know, put an end to a lot of this nonsense. Oh, yeah, because if they thought Trump was a problem in his first term, Wait till he, he gets in his second term. It's going to be like the last day of school for him. He ain't going to do it though. All right, Jericho. Well, we're going to, I'll check you out on a daily basis. As yep. always, everybody check out Jericho Green on his YouTube channel uh, as he spouts his words of wisdom and, uh, you know, gives us a little hope for the future. So uh, we're going to play some uh, Megadeth here. So this is in my darkest hour exclusively here on your classic metal show. 